Dark Moon podcast is a horror production, and as such may contain material that is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Are you fascinated by the dark and unexplained? Do ghost stories set both your heart and your mind racing? Do vampires, wraiths, monsters, and spirits give you thrills and chills? If so, allow me to be the first person to welcome you to the Dark Moon Podcast from Harvest Moon Productions and Casper Design Co. <laughs> Sheer. The thing no one tells you about the new normal is that buildings are not meant to be empty. It goes against their nature. Humans are adaptable. A piece of cloth over the mouth, standing farther away, not touching each other. These are difficult, but can be endured for a greater purpose. Buildings do not have the luxury of greater purposes. Theirs is a solitary function, and the world around them knows when it is not being fulfilled. When space has been abandoned, it is repurposed. When eyes are not watching, things pass by unseen. After all, where better to hunt than some place the prey has not yet learned to be afraid? Another thing that no one tells you is that, in a time when you are supposed to stay home, only two groups of people frequent the mall. Those forced to be there for money and assholes. Beck was the former and Nathan the latter. Today in a nearly empty mall, with a nearly empty clothing shop, with a fairly cluttered counter, and a Beck who was nearly done with her shift, their paths crossed. Beck had noticed Nathan enter the store an hour earlier. He was clearly a nuisance, messing up displays, looming over other customers when they had the misfortune of standing too close to him, and generally putting himself in the way. Still, he was unlikely to be a shoplifter, since they usually went out of their way to avoid drawing everyone's attention, which left Beck free to help the steady trickle of actual customers. Now the customers were gone, and only the pair of them remained in the store. Nathan set down a pair of the skimpier and lacier items that the store carried, and looked up at Beck expectantly. I'm thinking about getting these, but would love to see how you filled them out. Beck let out a short, forced laugh and said in as close to her best customer service voice as she could manage after a full shift. You're very funny, sir, but that would be against store policy. Nathan nodded. Okay, fair. How about this? I'm throwing a party later. I'll buy these if you promise to come by and give us a private show. Sound good? No. Beck flatly refused, her service voice officially exhausted. Nathan puffed up making himself larger and leaning over the counter, crowding Beck as she had seen him do to some of the other customers earlier. You know, you'd be a lot prettier if you smiled. We're all wearing masks. How do you even know what my face is doing under here? Beck responded, shrinking back in spite of herself. If you were really smiling, I'd see it in your eyes. Otherwise, you're just lying. He smirked beneath his mask, and she could see that in his eyes. Bad stuff happens to people who lie to me. 
His voice had dropped low, threatening, sending a chill down her spine. Somehow, with just the two of them here, she believed him. Beck was about to respond in a not-at-all customer service manner when a dark-haired woman pushed her way between them. Never before had Beck been so relieved for a last-minute shopper. The customer looked up at her, long hair partially veiling her face, and a black cat-mouthed face mask covering the rest as she slid a set of scarves onto the counter and waited expectantly. Nathan loudly cleared his throat, stepping up behind the woman to loom over her. We were in the middle of a conversation. I need to assist a customer that is buying something. Unless you are planning to purchase that merchandise, you will need to wait your turn. Beck deadpanned, full attention on the other woman. She offered her a smile, feeling her eyes crinkle at the edges. Are you a member with us, ma'am? Nathan looked back and forth between Beck and the cat mask girl and decided to try a different tactic. How about you, sweetie? You're pretty enough if you want to come to my party instead. The woman tilted her head to the side, seeming confused. She must not speak English, Beck thought. Maybe an international student? Nathan placed his hand on the girl's shoulder, and Beck slid her own under the counter and locked eyes on him. I've just called security. If you want to avoid any trouble, you should leave now. Nathan stepped back, his eyes going flat. You should really treat people better. Lots of folks have been going missing lately. A few kids and some middle-aged guy, but that had been weeks ago. Still, the threat struck a chord. Smart off to the wrong person and you might be next. He stormed out of the shop. Beck let out a deep sigh and finished ringing up the woman, who seemed blissfully unconcerned by the altercation that had nearly happened around her. I'm really sorry about that, she said slowly and clearly. Please take this gift card as an apology. Beck handed her one of the leftover Halloween cards with a Jolly Rancher tape to it. The woman looked from the card to Beck and back to the card before slowly taking it. She opened the candy and slid it under her mask and into her mouth. The woman closed her eyes with more enjoyment than was probably warranted, grabbed her scarves, and walked out the store. Please take a moment to listen to an advertisement from one of our friends and sponsors, Frightmare Theatre Podcast. Oh, God. No God here. Terror awaits you with... The Frightmare Theatre Podcast, a monthly horror audio drama series from Arcane, available now wherever you unearth your favorite podcasts. Join us. It'll be a scream. <laughs> Time passed. The mall closed. Beck finished closing up, locked the door of the shop, and pulled the security gate down with a satisfying thud click. She exited the mall into the late autumn darkness, the shorter winter days well on their way. She was already contemplating the leftover Indian waiting at home when she heard the quiet footsteps following her. With a start, she realized they weren't merely following her, but pacing her. Each of her steps met by a matching one from behind. Beck quickened her stride. The footsteps followed. Growing irritated, 
Beck began to turn on her follower, only to feel her body refuse. Some deep, insistent part of her mind would not let her complete the motion. If you look, you will die, her instinct screamed. Abandoning all pretext of dignity, she rushed to her car and hurriedly unlocked the door, sliding in and slamming it behind her. With the safety of steel and tempered glass between her and the darkness, Beck overcame her terror, not completely, but enough to look back. She turned to see who had been following her, only to find the parking lot abandoned. Unnerved but otherwise unharmed, Beck started her car and drove home, letting her icy dread drip off to the whine of the heater. Standing in a dark gap between the islands of parking lot light, Nathan watched Beck make her way to the car with a cold predatory smile. Nathan didn't like to hurt people, especially women. He told himself this whenever they were difficult and told them the same whenever he explained why they should do what he wanted. If they were more willing to go along with him after that, it was simply a result of them understanding each other better. As he prepared to head off after Beck and more insistently invite her to come with him, he noticed a second figure walking with her. The cat-masked woman from the store followed closely behind her, presumably chatting together as they made their way through the parking lot. He guessed they must have been friends and became even more irritated at her interruption earlier. Obviously, they must have staged the entire thing to make him look bad. Nathan climbed into his car, frowning as he slammed the door harder than was strictly necessary. As he fumbled his keys into the ignition, a flash of motion in the rearview mirror caught his notice. His head snapped around to find the cat-masked girl from earlier sitting in the center seat, legs crossed at her ankles and hands folded neatly in her lap over something. He couldn't tell in the dark. Do you think I'm pretty? The woman in the back seat asked, her barely audible voice in sharp contrast to her rigid posture and intense stare. Nathan's pulse began to slow as he settled back into a more familiar routine. Sure, it was creepy that she had gotten into his car without him noticing, but if she was just awkward and into him, then there was something he could work with. In the ambient glow of the streetlights, her silhouette didn't seem half bad. Maybe tonight wouldn't be a total waste after all. Let me get the light. I can't really tell in the dark. Nathan cooed back to her, watching her reaction in the rearview mirror as he fumbled along the dash for the switch. The light filled the car. Nathan thought for a moment that her eyes were pitch black, but as her pupils shrank, he saw that they were in fact a light brown, like honey or amber, or aged bones. Her hair was long and straight and dark, silky and delicately framing her face. She was thin and willowy, and Nathan couldn't help but notice, not that he tried too hard to avoid it, that with her better posture, a number of other assets were now more well-defined. The only feature that was truly obscured was the bottom half of her face, covered by the black cat face mask. The woman sat motionless and staring as she waited for his assessment. Do you think I'm pretty? She repeated again. Nathan turned on his most charming smile, rotating in his seat to look back at her. Yeah, you're pretty. Guess you were interested, after all. He trailed off, his eyes widening. 
in the back seat, the woman reached up with a sharp mechanical movement, hooking her thumb through the ear loop on her mask and began to pull it away. There was a wet sucking sound and a thread of partially congealed blood draped delicately from her face to the cloth. The mask dropped to her lap, revealing fresh jagged cuts from the corner of her mouth to her ears. Her two pointed teeth gleamed wetly through the gaps in her cheek as she quietly asked, how about now? Nathan screamed, his eyes darting from her face to the long, wickedly pointed scissors she clutched in her hand. The last thing that went through Nathan's mind as the dome light glinted off the scissors slowly descending towards his face was that her smile reached all the way to her eyes. We hope you've enjoyed this terrifying episode of the Dark Moon Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe anywhere fine podcasts are served. And of utmost importance, please make sure to review our podcast. You'd better leave a five-star review if you know what's good for you. It helps us terrorize others in the future. <laughs>